So I just want to share a few, uh, just a few thoughts. I'm going to do some talking to the grown-ups now, kids. Is that all right? But I'll try not to be too long. Is that okay? But you can listen as well. Um, so, uh, thanks, Debbie, for the uh, for the for the talk with the children there about the wise and the foolish man. Just a few thoughts, further thoughts on that. Thoughts about foundations uh, and about the foundations we build our lives on, whether whether we build on solid foundations or not. Um, and of course, in the story, you've got the wise man who built on the rock and the foolish man who built on the sand. And what which foundation will stand in the day of trouble? And I'm thinking about our lives and what, what foundations we build our lives on. Because we want, don't we, to our lives, should the day of trouble come, we want our lives to be able to stand because of the foundation we're built on. And I was thinking to myself... You know what, even if there isn't this horrendous day of trouble, I still want my life to be built on the proper, uh, uh, a proper foundation. I want my life to be built on truth. Um, there's lots of things we can build our lives on. Uh, I love watching uh, Match of the Day on a uh, Match of the Day on a Saturday night with Gary Lineker and whoever he's got with him. And I love watching the clips of football. But I'm, I'm a bit of an armchair supporter. <laughs> that's, that's it for me. Some folks absolutely love football. They live and breathe football. They've got season tickets. They're there every week, every away game, whether they're down to Southampton or wherever they're going. And they live and breathe football. And that's like their world. It's almost what they build their life on. For other people, it might be music. They follow their group all over the world, watching them in concert, you know. So other people love food. Certain people love lattes, you know. Um, wherever they go, they'll get a latte. Um, some people are really into their health and fitness and all about how they look and big. There's nothing particularly wrong with these things, you know, and they can be good and they can be good sort of interest for us, but they shouldn't be the actual foundation that we build our lives on. I'd like to read Psalm 1, and it's a different translation that I found um, by a guy called Alec Mochia, who's this uh, Bible um, scholar. Uh, And it's just a slightly different wording, which I quite like. So if I just read Psalm 1, I'm not going to read it all. Blessed is the man who has determined not to walk according to, uh, to the advice of wicked people, nor according to the way of sinners to take his stand, nor in the seat of cynics to sit. To the contrary, in Yahweh's teaching is his pleasure. And in his teaching, he meditates by day and night. Consequently, he is like a tree transplanted beside channels of water, which yields its fruit in its season, and its leaf does not wither. And whatever he does, he prospers. What an amazing thought. What what an amazing thought. I want to be like that guy. Um, And this, this passage talks about... Um, a man being blessed, about us being blessed, being under God's blessing, if you will. And I believe it's because of a choice of foundations. A choice of right foundations and not choosing wrong foundations. In this verse, it starts with the negative and then the positive. I'm going to do it the other way around. I'm going to jump to verse 2 and think about the positive, the right foundation that we should choose for our lives. It says... To the contrary, in Yahweh's teaching is his pleasure. And in his teaching he meditates by day and night. Wow. 
thinking about God's uh, word and God's teaching day and night. I know I don't do that. I'd like to think about it more. I should think about it more. And when we get into God's word, when we think about it, oh, what riches there are, what treasures there are in God's word, uh, telling us about God and about our relationship with him and what he's done for us. Of course, when it's talking about meditating on God's word, it's not just saying uh, this is like a written word. It's not just saying we're just reading words on a page. We're just reading God's word. Of course, that's that's coupled with and joined to the fact that we're in a relationship with God. We've asked Jesus to live in our lives, to forgive us for our sin and to save us. And we're back in that right relationship with God. So it's not just reading words without the relationship. Um, and I, I love the way the Living Bible um, talks about this. In verse 2 it says, But they delight in doing everything God wants them to, and day and night are always meditating on his laws and thinking about ways to follow him more closely. So it's not just about words and reading, it's about following God closely and how the word uh, impacts that. So I've said it's not just the word without the relationship with God. But, but also, flipping over, it shouldn't just be about our relationship with God without the word. Either way, we're missing, we're missing out, aren't we? We're missing the point. It's a relationship with God, but it's God's word. We need it. We need it in our lives. And I don't know about yourself, but I sometimes, I might have gone for a while without reading God's word or be, without being exposed to God's word. And then you read God's word and it's like, ah, oh, it's like reality, truth. There's something there that you think, yeah, that's what I've been missing. That's what I've been missing. We need it. And in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 2, reading from the King James Version, it says, As newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word that ye may grow. We should be desiring the sincere milk of the word that we might grow. And I don't know about you, but that thought of, of growing. And when I think about that tree that's transplanted beside living streams, I think of this strong tree that's growing and flourishing. Not some measly little bush that's withering and in the corner somewhere. A proper tree that's really there. And I love the way... Uh, this version talks about uh, that. When it's talked about uh, meditating day and night on God's word, it says, consequently, he is like a tree transplanted. Consequently, so because of this, as a result of this, because we've been meditating and got God's word into our life, as a result of that, consequently, he is like a tree transplanted beside channels of water. And apparently this word, transplanted, uh, means just that. The original word, whatever it was, um, means not in its natural position. Not where it once was, but in a new place, chosen for fruitfulness. How amazing is that? So when we got, get God's word into our, into our lives, and that's the basis of our lives, we become transplanted. Um, and it does say, which yields its fruit in its season. That's the other thing. When we get God's word into our life, when God's word is the basis for our life, our foundation, then we produce fruit. I don't know about you, but 
I want to produce fruit. Why would you want to be a tree and not produce fruit? You know, that's what we're, that's what it's all about, isn't it? And there's, I was thinking there's maybe two, two different ways of looking at this. There's a kind of that, what I would call the internal fruit, fruit that grows within us. You know, we know about the fruit of the Spirit being love, joy, peace, kindness, goodness, patience, faithfulness, self-control. And these are all wonderful things that I want in my life. We want in our lives. To make our lives the the beautiful lives that God wants them to be. And this is what comes from having the word of God as our foundation. But I was also thinking, what about fruit? Is there any fruit coming from my life that will be external to me? Is there any way that what I do, the way I live my life, can affect other people? Can maybe make them wonder, what, what does it mean to be a Christian? Who is this Jesus? Is there any way that I'm trying to think, have I ever influenced anybody? Can I um, be the cause of people coming to know Jesus? That would be a wonderful thing. So these are, all, these are all great positive things about choosing a positive foundation. Very quickly, to finish um, flipping it back, he starts by saying, this is now blessed as a man who doesn't choose the wrong foundation. We know blessed is a man who chooses the right foundation, but who doesn't choose the wrong foundation. Blessed is a man who has determined not to walk according to the advice of wicked people or the way of sinners. And it's easy, isn't it, to be influenced by things in the world. It's easy to be influenced by even friends, your friends, the group of friends you're with. Might be saying, oh, do this, do that. Oh, don't, don't bother with this, don't bother with that. What about Facebook? What's the latest thing that's happening on Facebook? What's the latest thing that we show? I mean, I remember a few years ago and it was planking. You had to lie somewhere, sometimes in the most, in the most ridiculous, dangerous place, and people were like doing it and, and getting killed and having accidents and things. I'm thinking, I'm not going to do that. You might be telling me to do it Facebook, but I'm, I'm not. Even what's in the news, you know. Uh, there's lots of different voices telling us what we should uh, base our life on. And to be fair, folks, nowadays there's a lot of kind of relativism. It's all relative. It's what you think, you know. If it feels good, ah, it's okay, do it. What's your truth? Find out what your truth is, and that's what's important. Well, all I want to say is no. It's not all about relativism and your truth, find your truth, and whatever feels good is good and all that lot. Thank God that we have an absolute. And that's that's a challenge, but it's also quite a relief. We have an absolute. We have absolute truth in Jesus, the living word. And we have absolute truth in God's word, the Bible. And I'm so grateful for that. It's something I can base my life on. It's a foundation for my life, the word of God pointing to Jesus, the living word of God, and what he did for us, and the fact that he died for us to save us from our sin and put us back into a right relationship with God. So, I'll I'll leave it there, just in saying that as we start a new year, let's maybe have a think about the foundations of our life. What are we building our lives on? And how blessed will we be if we build our life on the teaching of Yahweh, on the word of God? And I need to get that word into my life more and more, and I'm sure we all do. So let's uh, let's maybe go with that into 2019. Okay. Amen.